Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Have you ever wondered about Joseph? You know, Joseph, the father of Jesus, the daddy of Jesus, uh, the protector, the parent, uh, the mentor, uh, the senior carpenter, uh, all of the above and more. The protector of Jesus, uh, the one who guided and guarded his mother and the little... Beyond even being depressed, I ran out of my CBD coconut oil. Oh, uh, that's, I've never so tried I don't CBD really know. coconut oil. I don't know if I can even make it through the day. Is, did you put point. that in your coffee? Holy shnikes, dude. This is like a revolution. It's getting crazy high. It really smooths me out. Wow. wow. It makes you want to become a jazz pianist, huh? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. Um, so now I'm, now I'm going to buy some more. Um, but is it expensive in general? Oh, is that the deal? It's awful. It's awfully expensive. It probably doesn't work, to be honest. I'm just buying snake oil at like at a uh, higher rate than you're supposed to. That's basically what. Ah, that's cool. Let's um, do a podcast. Yeah, let's do it. Well, uh, you know, this did you read it? As uh, as as some people may or may not know, um, a weekly podcast about the internet by way of the internet. My name is it's your dad. Um, dog boobs. My my free day out here. East Coast in the snow. Oh shit! So we are. Oh, it's snowy there. Oh yeah, you guys have been dealing with some like potentially hazardous wasteland situations, right? There was the Arctic ass blast that was last week. Cool, tight. I love uh, ass blasts. Then there were this week. It was the shitty sleet snow. Sleet. You guys know about sleet? Oh, I never heard of it. Tell me more. I didn't really know what it was. It's like icy rain. So that there's sucks. there's there's ice. Then there's snow. And there's icy snow rain. It's called sleet. Oh, apparently. oh yeah. Sounds that's sounds, the worst. Sounds shitty. Sounds shitty, but something that young Charlie would actually probably enjoy frolicking within. Yeah, he's having a great time out here. Unsurprisingly, <laughs> All, everyone else right. is just like talking about salt in the roads. You know, yeah, of it's course. Like, like in LA, we talk about traffic. Yeah. Out here, they talk about salt in the roads. Salt. That's what adults do in the winter. What's what's young What's uh, young Roy doing? What's what's your other kid's oh, name? Oh, young. Uh, well, Hank. Charlie calls Hank. them cook cookies. Yeah, Charlie <laughs> calls them cookies, which is his like uh, up Upper East Harlem uh, pimp name. That's such a great. Oh, I like it. Cookies, what's up, cookies. That's, it's cookies. That is a hilarious, a hilarious nickname. Actually, <laughs> I've been calling him Cook. Like, and that can go for that can mean so many things. Like, it's he really cooks right. math. He's into cookies. He likes the Cookie Monster. Right. Uh, he makes a mean bolognese. All does kinds your of stuff. does your does your wife call him Hank? Henry. Okay. Henry. Cool. <laughs> Just right. straight old Henry. His proper his proper uh, his Christian name, name, as you will. Yeah. Um, so right. cool. Well, so today we're going to we ha- we haven't we didn't record last week for uh, some reason. We always do this. We always I fucking know. do this. But um, you guys are fucking used to it by now. But anyway, so but we, we're sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. Jesus, don't Christ, sorry. leave us. Please stop. We're like abusive. Um, we're abusive husbands that keep beating their wives, and they we, and you guys just keep coming back. So thanks. And we're gonna change. You know. We are gonna change. We'll, we'll right. be better. Yeah, like domestic abuse, we go next year. It's gonna be better, honey. And it's gonna be a lot of the- and all you really need to do is leave us, <laughs> right? But don't, but don't leave don't us. Leave next us. year will be better. Well, next year will be better. But um, but we uh, 
We're here now. We're reporting remotely because everybody is in different places, which just happens sometimes. Uh, but you know what? God damn it. Christmas is around the corner. So really we thought it was only appropriate that we finally, finally tell you about our Lord and, 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 and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and convert yes. you to the way uh, of the Lord. Actually, we're talking about nude dads today. Not nude dads. As you may Not want. nude dads, but <laughs> new dads. Um, because obviously, Friday has, hey. has an has a expertise in the subject. And, and, you know, technically speaking, Christmas was all about being a new dad. So, uh, seems like yeah, maybe it'd be I'm naked during this whole pod, right. FYI, yeah. just because it's called Nude Dads. Yeah, exactly. Um, but before we do that, let's talk a little bit about what happened on the front page. As we do, um, I don't know, have you guys been paying close attention? I mean, there was one significant, very significant thing that happened this week um, that I guess we probably should discuss. Um Takeshi six nine got out of jail, Ooh, bitches. Exactly. That's what you're talking about. That is, is what I'm talking about. about. Well, Takeshi, Takeshi, Hell he didn't yeah. technically get out of jail. He got, uh, he got his. Well, but he, his, so his sentence, what is two years, right? But I think it was probably those two years already went to what he has served. I would assume. And then like a a, a death penalty, five years probation. Once he gets I think, yeah. And then a bunch of crips trying to kill yeah, him. He bit, yeah, he bit, well, he ratted on every blood, so I think it's the blood that is going to be that are going to be going for him. Um, I think when you rat, every gangster by code right. now wants to kill you. Also, yeah, totally. So it's just open season on that guy. I think. Um, but the main thing, kinda- the main thing, of course, is uh, our our sweet baby lord. Donald Trump has been impeached, um, which is, uh, yeah, he, he, uh, the fucking freak freak Lord was impeached. And I, uh, and you know what? Gotta be honest. I don't give a shit because it does not matter. It's going to go to the Senate. Nothing's going to happen. Then he's probably going to get reelected. And then we're going to have a president in office for six years, having been already impeached. Yeah. And don't forget his third term. Yeah, exactly. It's the third fucking term. So, um, you know what I was, I, I, so I'm sitting around and the news is just on right? because it's the holidays. Well, and, and you're with all the liberal elites in the yeah. in Connecticut right now. Oh. So, so the, you know, this here is, you're just going back and forth and you, people get up on the Republican side and they say the exact same thing. And the people get up on the Democratic side and they say the exact same thing. And I'm like, man, what a good opportunity for somebody to get up and just throw a curveball out there. Every side has been saying the exact same thing on the opposite side of the argument. Right. And like nobody's getting up and, and doing something hilarious. No. Cool. Well, <laughs> and, and I'm just like, man. This just feels like really good time to to do something else. Like somebody work out your stand up comedy material, right. or like do some uh, silly voices. You know that is a that is like, a good hot so, take. To be completely honest, I love the idea. I, I was watching, going, "You're just gonna this per, the next person's gonna say that, that exactly what we know they're gonna say," right. and that just went on for like four days. And I'm like, "Who is it, who is not getting up there and just like, you know, doing their eighth grade comedy routine or something oh, awesome?" God. You know? right. I was hoping for that. Guess what? It didn't, didn't happen. happen. I mean, I will say that they I I really, really like this absolutely ridiculous photo that I just sent you guys. I think it's third third <laughs> down from top of top of this week. So good. Uh, yeah, it's a hot it's photo. It's literally 
during the impeachment trial, this is fucking douche, douchey looking politician. <laughs> who I, I'm going to say, I don't know what he is and what he represents. I'm going to assume, I'm going to assume he's just a Republican congressman. I think he's just but a fat he, ass, though. Yeah, he's just a fat Republican. Like, uh, oh, he represents big peanuts <laughs> down in, uh, I think, Georgia region, uh, that fellow right there. Yeah, he, has, he has that look oh, about no. him, but he has money literally hanging out of his pockets. It's like, so that baller. Is so bad. It. And, and, it's, and it just is like uh, kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like it's an offensive photo if we didn't live in the times we were in, right? Yeah. Seems like that's the kind of thing that we used to be upset about, but we're fucking not anymore. It doesn't nah. matter. Let me throw this brain noodle at you. like it. What's the difference between that? And wearing a gold chain, which I know you wear a lot of. Um, style and class. Uh, class. Class. Yeah. Art. Yeah. Okay. A lot, so a lot of things. A lot of things, I'd say. Huh. Well, apparently you don't have the style of no. a guy who holds hundos out of his pocket. It's so funny. People are like posting pictures of old like 1800s political cartoons that this guy looks exactly like. Oh, that's amazing. It's I mean, it is. A lot of rappers will, will throw that style out there. The the money hanging out the ass kind of kind of. Yeah, but this guy's not a rapper. So what's different about this in that? What, what would you say is different? I don't know. So what's this fucking guy's name? This is this is U.S. Republican Billy Long. Ew. Oh, he, he represents big, big people. Oh, so he literally is, yeah. So he's uh, representing Missouri's seventh district in the United States Congress. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume he's a Republican, but I let's 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 get down to the fucking bottom of this. Don't don't be judgy. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be. Just because he's fat, I'm not gonna be judgy. He's white. He's a Republican, and he's got hundred dollar bills um, hanging out of his pocket, and he's from Missouri. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, our, our Missouri, I think, I mean, I don't actually don't, I haven't seen where it, yeah, it is. of course he is. Never mind. Sorry. Missouri. Uh, why did I even speculate? What a stupid thing that I just did. Um, <laughs> and so evidently there are, there are multiple photos, multiple photos of this happening, by the way, the top comment is many, many sources, especially from this last year where he's actually, he has had this dollar bill hanging out of his pocket. Are you serious? Yeah. So what this is just the thing he does. For? I don't is it know. A parking lot or something? I mean, we're we're uh, all all of my all of my instincts in my head right now is to fat shame him, which I'm I'm going to keep from doing. Yeah. But but um, there are a lot of jokes to be had about vending machines and um, and various forms of uh, uh of high fat um, low protein snacks that he consumes yeah. on a daily basis. So here's another. This is this is uh, speaking of of trashy pieces of shit. Um, we're going to take this one step further. So uh, 13 down of this past week, uh, Harvey Weinstein pulls out a walker for his court appearance, yeah. uh, but then walks fine in every other circumstance. Yeah. Where so, did he go? Target? Tar- he well, he went Target? to Target, but I've also heard um, I've also heard something about him going to Lowe's and you know, oh. there's footage of him at Lowe's like picking up sandbags perfectly fine on his own jesus what is he building that's the big question here um rape dungeon probably like a rocket ship probably like a, a rape, like a rape a dungeon rocket. on a rocket ship i tell you what i really like about this photo though somebody in this photo whoever photoshopped this uh went the extra mile <laughs> for some reason <laughs> the, the, the photo itself is split into panels but then one of the panels 
has Harvey Weinstein sneaking his head into another panel, oh. like breaking the third wall. And that I do not really know beautiful. why they made this design <laughs> choice for such a simple thing. Oh, and if and if you look at his ass in the third panel, it's on the lower it's right. Also it's also sneaking over. Yeah. Panel, wow. Which is just kind of good design. It, I mean, this I is... Mean, it's, <laughs> that is I don't understand why is, they made this decision. <laughs> it's a creative somebody's decision. Just, somebody's just having fun over here. <laughs> I love it. It looks great. That's, well that's, what call, that's what you call a call sign. Yeah. A Photoshop Pinkman call sign. Pinkman X07. You know, User Pinkman X07. Way to go. The thing I'm going to say about this, and this is going to come off as a controversial statement, and uh, oh, I love and, you know, right I just here. think he's innocent, and we got to move on. No, I think, uh, I think, I think there have been moments. I'm kidding. Obviously, I don't. So there have been moments where I, you know, the Harvey Weinstein thing. You see, you see, like him in a bar, and people throwing shit at him, and fucking, you know. He's at a restaurant. Some guy comes and slaps him in the face. Like there's been a lot of these videos that have been kind of circulating lately. And at a certain point, I'm just like, oh man, just just the guy's just he's 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 going he's going to go fucking broke. He's just going to be a another schmuck after living his whole life as a famous person. Oh, just just like let him be a piece of shit under a bridge and leave him alone. Like don't oh. harass him, right? The like, he's, he's, he's already going to be a problem. But seeing this. This is the this is the first time in a while, and I, of course I have no sympathy for the guy, but it's more like I'm just like, just just let him rot in in peace, like everybody deserves. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like uh, you know people who are murderers get the, get a last meal that they chose as like their last moment of dignity. You know? Yeah, so I, I, like, I see what you're saying. I think I'm just too mean. Well, but I, but but seeing this seeing this image now, I'm like, go fucking. Go slap that boy in the face! Like what? Yeah, is this right? shit? Like fuck he's him, dude. He's like faking, faking having a disable a disability in court. Yeah. It, what a what a goddamn. Well, apparently he did have some kind of a back surgery, <laughs> and that that is supposed that's real. Like there's photos of him in the hospital, but uh, I think he's the kind of scumbag that would fake a surgery. Right. Like sure. he had them remove a mole. Right. Just so he could totally. technically be in the hospital. Right. Just exactly. so he could technically pull this. Mo- yeah. Like he's like two moves yeah, ahead of us. Because yeah. he was in the hospital and he did. Yeah, but it could have been like he could have been just getting a massage. Yeah. Yeah. And some, uh, what. Some, some mental chess. Ain't that the truth? Well, that's how you got to get ahead. And Dog Boobs knows a lot well, about back surgeries. My so. back and trials and tribulations. Um, oh yeah, oh, there there is a trial and fibulation actually. Yeah. We have we have a new one. So Tri- trial and fibulation. Trial and fibulation. Different yeah. entirely. Um, so this okay. week was pretty tough for me and my back because I was on set for work and I it was freezing. We were all outside. So imagine me in a gigantic puffy coat that goes down to my ankles. <laughs> And I was just given a big, beautiful parfait by the PA on set. And I was walking back to my director's chair because I'm the director, guys. Uh, And I tripped and I completely ate shit in front of all the clients, all my coworkers. My parfait went flying up into the air like the yogurt, granola and fruit came out of the cup itself and flew oh. in the air. And oh, just I, like a cartoon. I hurt myself. I'm okay. I'm okay. Wow. 
That's. I mean, was did somebody throw a fig in front of you while you were walking? <laughs> I mean, maybe it was really funny because you know, like workers' comp, you need to right. be. So everybody was all <laughs> right. over it, and they were like, "Do you need to go to the doctor?" And all I had to sign a little form that was like, "On the morning of Tuesday, Aaron accidentally slipped and fell." And got minor scrapes on her knee. And it was it was intense, guys. Oh, wait. So you literally had so, to file a report. Yeah, I had to file a report. And like wow. my back, my back oh, is wow. since I'm, you know, I've got an old person's back. It really, right. it kind of hurts still. Selena and Bonds. So I'm going to ask what everybody's thinking, dog. Was there milk these fuckers? Was there one moment as you were like probably mid fall, like yeah. you're 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 kind of mid fall, you have a moment of lucidity where you everything slows down <laughs> and you're watching the you're watching the yogurt come out of the oh, cup, yeah. the cup and it's going up in the air yep. and you're about to fall back on your back and for one moment did you go yes I get opiates. (laughs) I am a bit of a lazy monster. So here's the, the yes moment is I got to go from being outside to going into the guest house of the house we were shooting at and sitting on a really nice couch in the warm. And it was like for that was kind of worth it. Uh, They were like, can we get you anything? We're so sorry. And you're like, do you have 200 milligrams of Percocet? That I could maybe just have a little bit, yeah, just, just a little bit, yeah. Just like cr- crack off a corner of a perk for me, <laughs> and they gave me that a really a make you feel better. Thanks. They're like, we have these Advils, and you're like, get <laughs> out of my face with Advils! Get the fuck out of here! I'm going to sue each and every one of you. So speaking of the legal system too, actually, this is this is going to come as a, a, a delight to you guys. Ooh. I know I think I probably edited this out of the pod because uh, for 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 obvious reasons, <laughs> but you know what? I, th- I think uh, I think it's time to tell you guys that uh, I have officially been cleared <gasps> as a suspect in the the weird wedding crasher debacle <gasps> that I uh, got got called by a detective about the other day. No way. Yeah. So I. Oh, wow. So I so if for anybody for everybody who's catching up has never heard us before or I straight up did not mention on the pod, which is very possible. <laughs> I uh, I was at a wedding a few weeks ago and there was a fight that broke out and then I got called by a detective because I was brought up as a suspect. Oh my and, god! And I was perplexed as to why. Yeah. And and uh, and then uh, called the detective back and he was like, oh, yeah, you're cool. No, you've been oh, cleared as a suspect. What a relief. I was like, Whoa. So I was a suspect. He was Jeez. like, yeah, someone brought you up as maybe involved, but we can't corroborate anybody's story. What? So I was like, everyone's a yeah. suspect. That you but up. they did at the very end of it, though, he did. He did say kind of in passing, which I think is just like what detectives do, because he deals with this stuff all the time. But he was like, yeah, but if you know, you know, you're, you're cleared. I mean, you know, unless DNA brings up anything. Yeah. Don't leave town. Like, you guys are swabbing for DNA right now. Yeah. dude. Like where what the fuck happened, man? Jesus. Yeah. So but I uh, that's good news because I, well, I actually genuinely was worried that it was it, it, it was one of those things where I was feeling like after I had that call. Yeah, because I. I, I heard from my friend who was hosting the wedding that the detective had asked about me because oh. the detective called him because it was his wedding, of course. Oh. And so they, he asked about me. And, and so my buddy was like, do you mind if I give him your number? And I was just like, fuck, man, why don't I just call the detective? I'll be very forthcoming about what I know, right. obviously. 
Like, I feel like you ratted everybody. Yeah, out. I, I, full on Takeshi. I was like, uh, on everyone. Yeah. So the, t- yeah, the detective was like, hi. And I was like, listen, before, before I go to trial, I'm going to tell you everything I know. And he goes, you're not, they, you're not they snubbed me on and my just, fish. They gave me chicken. He started, he started saying over and over that I wasn't in trouble and I would cut him off over and over again and be like, and just start ratting on everybody. Who else do you need? Who else do you need? Who else what do you, do you want? need me to burn? Yeah. So, Listen, I'll burn everybody. Drugs here. Yes. I'm not going down. I'm not turning tricks no. for nobody. Exactly. No. So, um, but no, so I, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty routine, but afterwards, of course, it just left me a little shook because it was suddenly that feeling of like being watched oh, all the yeah. time. You know? Ooh, one sec, guys, um, my Taco Bell breakfast is being delivered. Oh my God! This is as dog boobs as yeah, it this gets. Is, this I is think. peak dog boobs. This is um, also how we're taking money from the man, Taco Bell. I'm not editing this out. This is uh, this is this is all is right with the world for once. As the world descends into chaos, and we're dealing with a president who is going to stay in office as an impeached person, probably get elected for another term, and constantly abuse his own power, completely disrupting what we consider normal. It brings me great solace understanding that dog boobs will mid pod order Taco Bell for breakfast. And then go crunch loud right. baked tacos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> on a sensitive listening device. Exactly. That's why our pod is a cut above. That's why it's why when we talk about <laughs> we talk about using the abusive husband analogy, which is a little a little irresponsible for us to use that analogy, but just Bear with us for a moment. Except, I think sh- dog boobs is the abusive husband in this scenario. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm saying dog boobs yeah. is the abusive oh, husband. Right. The audience is the abused, who who right. is the sweet, <laughs> the sweet, beautiful, can always do better listeners, who just go, um, but I love them, and then everybody else goes, did you read it's trash? They treat you shitty. They never record on time. And then they go, I'm just yeah. going to give them one more try. And then Dog Boobs goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be better in the next year. But give me a sandwich. But right now. Yeah. yeah. And that I makes you the, are- the yappy chihuahua. And that makes me the fat, uh, the fat, the cat fat, the fat just, roommate, the fat cat yeah. roommate who just couldn't be yeah, bothered. It was just like yeah, the 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 audience is just like, honey, can we can we just like not have a roommate anymore? We'll have a we'll get in shape. We'll have a better year. And the dog boobs goes, yeah, 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 next year. Next but year. like, but give me give me a beer. And they go, but what about the roommate? And be like, oh, he's cool. <laughs> in that right? In that right, Freed? And you go and you're yelling. You're playing Call of Duty in the living room. You go, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm in mid game yeah. here. Wow! Man. And then that's that's uh that's how we treat our listeners. I fucking so. love it. Well, I yeah. got my burrito, um, so okay. Oh, you got a burrito. A breakfast. Well, it is it is a step oh, in the nice. right direction. Yeah. We, 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 that is quiet. We, that's the quietest version we, of, of Mexican we assumed, food. You could have got. We assumed that you we had, had gotten, sizzling fajitas. <laughs> yeah, we were, like, we were just living under the assumption that you just basically got a bag of chips. <laughs> That was like all you ordered. <laughs> just one bag just like, okay. Taco Bell chip. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what else on the front page before we get into get into There's new one dads? other funny thing that I have to show you guys. It's um cool. a really old gif of Melania Trump smiling at Donald Trump, and then when he turns around, she her smile just completely disappears. 
we've all seen it like a million times, but the top combo is like pretty magical. So user shitty morph says, my wife is a body language expert and enjoys analyzing Melania's posture a little too much. Usually Melania keeps her shoulders forward and down almost as if she's slouching and tends to keep her arms perfectly stiff at her sides. Experts refer to this as a danger response, which means the person is freezing in place while bringing their limbs closer to their body, sort of hunkering down in place. The idea behind the danger response is to make yourself seem small. The pose has become almost exclusively associated with the first lady, so much so that a lot of people who study body language refer to it as the Melania. It's also important to note, however, that Melania did not always act this way. Her demeanor has changed significantly since 1998 when The Undertaker threw mankind off Hell in a Cell and plummeted 60 feet through an announcer's table. <laughs> Wait, what? And the person who responds back goes, it's been a while, but you got me again, damn it. <laughs> I guess it uh, just does that. Who is this legendary oh, character? I love that. It's so good. Wait, what, wow. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little back a dig back and what what's this guy's name? What's the reporter or the, the dude? Morph. Name? Shitty morph. Shitty morph. Shitty morph. Oh man, I like I really wanna <laughs> I wanna know more about this. Especially, I mean, we should have maybe we should get him on to talk about wrestling and talk about sports. <laughs> right? I love it. Yeah, the top comment for me is uh, she's married to him for his rugged good looks. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> what a what a what a what a fucking God, I love weirdo. It. I mean, I will say, man, she looks so cold she when her face goes down i'm like whoa dude she is like she's a, she's a tough lady mm-hmm. um she reminds me of i mean i don't know if you it's like you go to russia or like eastern europe con- european countries and people are very good looking but they're but they're you could tell they're yeah. unhappy yeah totally it's like you're like man you need you need to spark some yeah. joy or yeah. something you know you need to you need to clean mm-hmm. your room well nothing sparks joy like uh like being forced into living in the white house after living in a billion dollar mansion, um, in Mar-a-Lago <laughs> that, that, that'll spark joy in anybody's life. I really like She's this. Got so bad. I feel terrible for her. This is a, this is from dank memes Loser. and I'm, uh, yeah. this is, <laughs> so first of all, dank memes, this is from Papa Stalin, 1949. First of all, this is the, the title of the post is what are you looking or what are you looking here? <laughs> Don't know. And then there's a the um, there's a little bit of flair on his name, his or her name. I'm assuming it's his because of Papa, Papa Stalin, Stalin, which is I'm a I'm a pee in your ass, <laughs> which is amazing. And then it's a post of and I'm trying to break this down in my head, but I like it. But it's a, it's a post of a shotgun and then a tiny little automatic rifle. Um, and the shotgun says, imagine giving your gun a hand job before each shot. And then the, above the automatic handgun, it says, this post was made by the semi-automatic gun gang. So I think there's a little spike going users. on. Yeah, they're shaming shotgun users. And it's from like, uh, there's like a feud maybe happening between gun <laughs> styles here. And... It's very funny and charming, and uh, and as always happens on dank memes, if it's good, you get a dank. So <laughs> this one gets a dank. Right on, thank you. It does kind of ruin shooting shotguns for me forever. I've never shot a shotgun, but next time yeah. I do, 
you're gonna have to be you're just gonna imagine jerk, jerking off that yeah. gun. You're gonna have to be like, no, and homo, the, and no, homo, and the bullet, <laughs> the bullet is the semen. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna chuckle and be like, that's a good joke, and it's never gonna not be a good joke. It does ruin it. So now I'm gonna get a machine gun instead. Uh, Problems are. I really like the 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 flare of I'm a pee in your ass is pretty <laughs> fucking good. That is so disgusting. I'm, I'm a pee in your ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and I'm wondering, it seems like most, it's all coming from dank memes. All of them come from dank memes. So perfect. All right. What else do we want to cover before we get into new dads? Nude ads. Nude ads. <laughs> nude, 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 nude I think we just dads. jump into nude dads. Well, if you, if you Google Reddit new dads, there's a lot of dad related sites that pop up. There's Dadit, D A D D I T, which is a huge sub. Right. There's uh, there's like an Ask Reddit New Dads right. big comment thread. Right. There's pre dad right. So that's like a, I'm about to be a dad. Then right. there's fatherhood, right. a little more classic maybe. Right. Um, then there's new dads. And then there's just dads. So what do you think? As the uh, <clears throat> in-house dad expert, what do you think? Well – Glad you I'm glad you asked. I mean, you're only not only are you the only one that has children, but I think you're the only one that you know about. Bro. <laughs> hey, right yeah, exactly. Right Who knows how many kids I've got out there? <laughs> I so dog boobs doesn't dog boobs barely has a dad, and I straight up don't have a dad. So you're also like not only are the dad expert, but you're like the only one with a dad. Yeah, too. like tell us so, about. Yeah, so dad. I have I have two. Two children. I just had a second kid. My first kid is three years old. His name's Charlie. My second kid is uh, six, almost seven weeks, seven weeks old. He's his name's Cookies, but we just call him the Cook. Or uh, we also nickname Steven Seagal. So he's any of those names. Um, yeah, Hank okay. His yeah, his real name. His real name is Hank, I believe. Yeah, but he's so. So, what was your question specifically? Well, so, that's, that's my. Backstory. So we're talking. We're talking dads today. I, I personally think. We could talk about new dads, which I think would make most sense because this is about kind of all the basics of like being a new dad, about to be a new dad, all the things you experience being a new dad. I think the one that is like dadding seems to be focused a lot on like bragging about your children, right? Um, I think there's a lot of like there's, you know, there's a lot like I'm looking at the top of this past week on Dadit, which of course is just like dad. D a d d i t, just like Reddit, of course, and all the all the top posts are are like photos of a dad and kid, which is fine, but I don't think that's as interesting as talking about some of the things that go into being a new dad, that's what I'm which about. make it complicated. That's what I'm more interested in because, again, everybody talks about baby Jesus. Like he came out as some goddamn adult who just fucking was ready to go and save the world. Yeah. But like he definitely pooped his pants yes. for sure. And, you know and Joseph, Joseph definitely had to clean it. up. Well, first of all, shout out to Joseph. <laughs> right. we're, we're basically on the uh, the anniversary of him becoming a new dad. Right. And he was probably like, you know, he was probably 14 years old. <laughs> yeah. And he had, he had a huge beard. Right. And he's like freaking out. He's like, <laughs> I don't have my ducks in a row. I, I barely am hanging on to a job. I'm driving three cabs. Uh, I don't own a house yet. I'm really trying to get my shit together. Now I'm having a kid and I'm freaking the fuck out. Like, yeah, I didn't even plan on. And guess what? Yeah. I'm still a virgin. virgin okay. Dad. I didn't even get to get laid. 
Yeah. That, that, yeah. What a bummer, yeah, it's real, right? real bummer, real problem. Oh, plus, like all of his homies are probably ragging on. I'm like, hey, Joseph, we're going out to the club down at Nazareth. And you can't come because you're having a baby, loser. loser. Like, that was that's, all definitely going on. That's what we like to do to, to new dads. So we do that often to Free to be like, hey, Free, do you want to go watch the game? Oh, wait, <laughs> you have a kid. I, uh-huh. Every time I have a kid, someone calls me the next day and they're like, I got box seats for the Clippers <laughs> and Lakers. Do you want to go? And all the big business wigs are going to be there and everyone's going to be yep. eating fondue out of a funnel. And I'm like, I can't, I, can. I just had it. <laughs> and the proper response is always like, guys, that kind of stuff is so far beneath me now. I wouldn't oh, even want to yeah. go because the joy of having a child is so much greater than hanging out with dudes, drinking beer and eating melted cheese <laughs> that I'm not even going to consider that oh, a loss. That's the thing. It's that's like what you I say every time. Parents, I mean, um, new parents, <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, self righteousness. That's a great yeah. New, new parent term. arrogance. I think is the, the term. Yeah. yeah. Why would I, why would I go out and hang out with you guys when I can just like save for my kids' private school? <laughs> That's way more just, fun than drinking yeah. brews with the boys. Yeah. Wh- yeah. yeah. Uh, have you ever stayed up for forty two hours straight? That's called being high. And it's and okay. <laughs> All right. So tell us, so let's talk about the process. So first of all, let's focus on new dads, the subreddit, even though this is one of the, the smaller of the dad Reddit reddits. Um, I think it's actually probably most important for the, like, what am I going to do? Right. Yeah. Like just received the best news of my life. And my wife and I have been expecting our first ultrasound, like all these yeah. things that are like and it was a, about to happen. Kind right? of a trending subreddit last week, this past week. Oh, was yeah. It? it was kind of like on the up and up. So why? What happened? I don't know. You know, you know how um, Reddit has this new, no, it's not new anymore really, but for a while now it's had this little like window on the front page. It's like, um, like up and coming or trending subreddits. This was on that one. And I was like, huh, curious. I, they don't tell you why it's just like, these are the things right. that are starting, starting to get like surges of interest. So maybe it's, huh. you know, it's Joseph. It's that time of year. Yeah, I think so. I think this is, I think we just need to in, in, in general shift our focus away from Jesus and focus on Joseph yeah, for every Christmas. From now Nobody on. ever realizes that Jesus wouldn't have been half the guy he turned out to be. If Joseph wasn't out there every morning playing catch with him and telling him it was okay yeah. to cry. <laughs> exactly. It's true. That's, that's yeah, it's do. okay yes. to cry, Jesus. Yeah. Um, and also, one day, save the world you will save dying. the world. Fuck off, Dad! You're I just want a piece of candy. Dad. That's what he would have said. You're not my fucking real dad. My dad is in the kingdom of heaven, and that's where I'm going to be someday soon. So fucking kiss my ass <laughs> and fucking suck my ass. <laughs> right? my ass so well. that's what Jesus probably said to his equivalent to cleansing dinner rich. Yeah. Even though Clintington, I guess, is your real dad. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> all right. Anyway, enough of that. So let's talk about new dads and um, and dads in general and what is worth uh, – what, what is the insight to glean from these subs? Because, again, both of them are kind of like a little bit braggadocious. Yes. But that's also fine. But I think it's like – it's interesting when you start thinking about, like, especially on new dads – like D-Day is coming on Monday, looking for recommendations on podcasts about soon-to-be dads. Holiday stress, right? Like there's a lot of these kind of things I think are 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 good to talk about as it pertains to like this sub, right? I think I think it would be good if you guys uh, 
maybe ask some questions as a particular, like we can definitely use the sub, but also. Yeah. So let me ask you a couple here. questions. What was it? I know this is probably a very standard question, but this is, I want to get to the juice. What is the biggest surprise you faced when you had Cheech? Honestly, the, the, the biggest surprise was that going out in public with a little baby, like a little, like, you know, uh-huh. like a month or two old and having, a, and people just kind of swarm you and be really, Ooh. really, really friendly. Oh, interesting. That was, pe- people are so nice. Oh, nice. The baby. It's it's amazing. And everybody, even if they're like the meanest, gruffest looking whoever, they would otherwise be a, yeah. an asshole in public, like gets extremely squishy because like all the, everybody has kids. Right. And so it brings people to their, their favorite moment in life. And they kind of like soften up. And a lot of people just stop you and they want to chit chat about their kids and they want to talk about your kid. And it's it's the nicest Aww. part about humanity, especially living in a city like Los Angeles, where I think people are always just like going and pissed off all the time. And it, it kind of like slows people down and reminds people of, of like sort of the, yeah. the important stuff. Right. Um, and I'm like, well, do you have those Clippers <laughs> tickets or what? Because like you can do you babysit because I got to go to the game now and then I'm out of there. But that it's it's very cool, like just talking to strangers. Uh, yeah, that like kids. It's it's, it's like a community. Building. See, that's interesting to me because I don't think I I'm a little worried um, when I'm around babies that I'm going to break one. Oh, yeah, honestly, like I don't know if you have this too, dog, and maybe this means I'm just like not meant to be a father. But I I like would do the exact opposite. Like I cannot imagine being in a situation where I would see somebody with a baby like that. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, oh, how cute. What a baby. I'd be like, oh, God, are you, are you worried you're going to fucking yeah. hurt that thing, dude? They're like, so fragile. I, I think it might be important to say the only people stopping you to talk are people that True. maybe have already had kids. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's maybe another caveat. Like any young young people don't walk that's up a good to you. Point. Right. And it's, to me, like I don't – like I personally don't think I'll have kids. But when I see like a, a new baby – even I am like, holy cannoli, look at that little sticker. Right. Like, can I hold it? But that's the thing. Like, I like when people are like, want to hold my new baby. Like, I love it because I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I've only probably held like three babies in my life. For real. Like, I'm just not around them that yeah. often. So it's like definitely a treat. But one time I was carrying a baby and the new mom was like, yeah, I'll show you the nursery. Come upstairs. And I was walking. I almost scraped that little baby's head across the stair, the wall on my way up. Cause I'm like not paying attention. I didn't, the baby was fine, but like I caught myself and I'm like, Aaron, like you need to think about who exactly you're carrying right now. Like it's not just your body anymore. Like, I don't know. Freak me out. Yeah. Well, before I had a kid, I was, I lived on a boat Yeah. and, uh, I didn't look like a guy who should have a kid. Right. And I realized there's definitely a hierarchy of people who, are allowed to hold your baby uh-huh. or who you want to hold your baby. Right. And on that list, I was at the time at the very, very bottom. Yeah. It goes like mother-in-law, like grandma, all the, all the women in the family, yeah. they get first dibs. And then maybe like a sweet grandpa and then maybe like an uncle, then all the guys, then eventually you get through like some cousins that are responsible that are like <laughs> in college or high school. Right. Then like, 17 pages later you get yeah. to the guy on the bar with like <laughs> jean shorts 17 years so later the point is 
I never had yeah. experience holding kids until that one day in the hospital, they like hand you one and you're like, holy Yeah, you're shit. like, you're forced to. They go, what, what, am I, what am I doing with this? What do you want me to yeah. do with this? What, oh, oh, I can hold it. Yeah, sure. Away, and then you go, oh, wait, this is mine. How long does it right. take for right. you to get comfortable being like, oh, yeah, this little sack of potatoes, like I just grab it and go? Like, well, I don't know if you guys know this, but I was a pretty uh, good high oh, school running back. Oh, and I did not fumble football, okay? <laughs> Ever. And so I had to lean into my training as a high school jock. And I had to remember uh, how to just hold that football. Right. And I mean, honestly, it's, you just hold on pretty tight and they're pretty durable is, is another surprise. Like they're, they're pretty durable little things. Um, and you can, you know, they can, they can take like a, a move and a roll. Yeah. That's what, that's what I've actually heard. And I refuse to test that theory because when someone says like, a, like, Oh, that thing is durable. The first thing you want to do is be like, really? And then like start slapping it and dropping it and shit and be like, you're right. That's definitely durable. And I feel like that's not the move for babies. Like you have to take it at face value, you know? And, and that like freaks me out. Cause I think when people are just like, no, babies are, babies are, are way more elastic than you realize. Like, I'd be like, don't test me. Like, don't <laughs> say that to me. Cause yeah. I will test the elasticity of your baby. That's actually something that's going to happen next time I see Chuck. Actually, I'm going to be like, Chuck, do a, Do a backflip. You're officially not allowed to be around my kids anymore. Okay. I would love this because, <laughs> okay. like, this subreddit, the new dad subreddit, I'm like really loving just seeing a bunch of men like being like gushy about their kids. I think it's like a really positive environment for new dads and new dads. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, it does soften you up for sure. If to me, like, it connected me with humanity in a in a bit more empathetic and sensitive way then i i was kind of like just why does why does anybody need help like just do it you know i was just kind of like a, a, that kind of i don't know i was an i was an asshole i guess is an easy way to say it but then you have a kid and you're like oh everyone was a baby like yeah. everyone's a baby and people need help and some, right. some babies get born better off than other babies and it's not the baby's right. fault and, and you know That's we're so really a community sweet. and you get it it is it is like a very softening experience yeah. I would say for for men for a lot of men who just don't consider that stuff um and then the other th interesting thing is like women when they get pregnant they have essentially a year where this thing is growing right. inside of them and they're like preparing themselves hormonally mentally right. and it, it really becomes part of them slowly over the course of a year and that whole time the guy is just you know I, I say like a guy with a pregnant wife is just like a bus boy yeah. at a Mexican restaurant. He's just like filling up cups. He's getting chips. He's just like, he's just running around. Yeah. And then eventually it's just like, here's your baby on a day, like in a minute. Wow. So there's not, that prep time isn't like what it is for a woman, right? Like it's just, right. it's just in your hands. You're like, well, shit. And so this is, it feels a lot more extreme, I think maybe uh, in that sense where it's yeah. all at once. Yeah, that's pretty. That's actually very interesting because yeah, I guess that is that's a that's a fascinating component. Like, I guess a, a woman is just sitting with it, and she's like dealing with the ramifications of it, and she feels like kicking and whatever. And like, even you know, I can imagine being a dad or being like a soon to be father and sitting like you're sitting with your wife, and your wife is like, "Honey, honey, honey," like put touch my stomach. It's kicking, and you go like, "All right," and then you just like put your hand on. You and go, "Never kicks," wow. And it never kicks Crazy. when you reach over. Yeah. It's like that every yeah, time. Exactly. Like, oh, you yeah. missed it. And that goes on for like yeah. a year. 
Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I feel like that is actually something I have not heard that is really interesting is, is about the fact that you, it suddenly is just thrust upon yeah. you. It'd be like, here is your kid. This is yours now. It's going to be yours for the rest of your life. You guys are going to form the most intimate relationship two adults can have or two people can have. And your life has changed forever. Yeah. And it just feels, I think that's the thing for me that I like <clears throat> can't really wrap my head around. And I don't anticipate ever becoming a dad. I think Christina and I, my girlfriend and I have like had this conversation many times where we're just kind of like, we don't think it's for right. us. Right. Which is fine. Again, this is the other thing that I, I think is is under discussed. Like I have some friends who have had kids and luckily you've never really done this, Freed, but like I have some friends who have kids and they'll like look at me with like this middle distance stare and be like, having kids is great. You should do yeah. it. And I'm just like, like, that wasn't what? as convincing. Yeah. Or, are you looking past me? Like, what are you, what are you? The only advice I'll doing? ever give yeah. is you should drink more CBD coconut oil every morning. Cause it's delicious. That's right. about as much, yeah. that's about as much as I'm willing to put on the line, you know? Yeah. And I also think it's like, you know, there's, there are different reasons why people have kids and they're, I think it's, if, you know, if I was forced to, like, if there was one of those things where like, Christina got pregnant. We both, we, we were like, well, we're going to keep it. We're, this is going to be what's going to yep. happen. Then you go, all right, right, we're doing it. Right. This is the life we're going to have. Right. But I think that, you know, it's all equally as valid to not do it. I mean, what I really love about the sub and I think gen generally kind of this thing is, and this is something I've been noticing a lot more about Reddit lately for some reason, I think particularly because of the Bernie thing. Where you know Bernie Bernie Sanders is is clearly Reddit's Reddit's favorite president, totally. right? Or Reddit's favorite nominee, and I think part of that is because Reddit is just like it really does feel like the everyman social platform, and it's it's not a male centric platform, but like there are I think there is a obviously a huge contingency of like males and male yeah. interest, and so a lot of the photos you see of of dads in this sub and other places because obviously this like even though this sub is a little bit of like we're about to have a kid and i need help right there there is still a lot of like i just had a kid here's yeah. my photo but you know the dads are very normal looking totally. people, right and and it doesn't feel like we're looking at these photoshopped perfect photos of babies and fathers it's like these are just young men who are suddenly now their lives are changed and it feels normal. It feels ordinary. It feels like this is, I don't know. It just feels like I'm, I'm kind of like what a beautiful thing that this sub allows for men to find community in the prospect of this truly life changing event where, where you need it. I agree. I feel like it's like, um, it's so, I feel like it's so rare for like young men to have a platform where they can just post like a selfie with their baby and be like, look at my totally, cute totally. baby. You know, that's just, like, seems like such a, like more a thing that women are like, I don't know, feel like yeah. socially able to do. So yeah, I nice. freaking love that. Like if you look at the top of right. all time on this sub, it's just picture after picture after picture of like a proud young guy with his new baby. And right. it's really, really So cool. here's the other thing too about, about, fatherhood and new fatherhood and kind of the new babies thing that I personally, it freaks me the fuck out. Like there's a post I'm sorting by top right now. And there's just a post that's like, uh, 
Welcome to the Badlands, Mad Max, born 12-11 with some respiratory issues, but fighting like a little world warrior. Whoa. And it's just a baby. It's a baby oh. with like, you know, tubes in his nose, toughing it out, right? But there's, you know, you said it at the beginning, Freed, where like there are babies are born the way they're born. It's not their fault. And some babies are born with issues. Some aren't. Did you guys have any issues or were there anything that you're like, what the fuck? That's a really interesting part of the whole process is like, you get to a point where you go to your, one of your doctor's visits and and the baby's like starting to form and they're like, okay, we're going to check the baby for, um, down syndrome and X, Y, Z disease. And you're like, holy shit. And you're just like waiting there and you're, you know, as basically vulnerable as you'll ever be. And you can't right. do anything about it. And you're just like, I just hope everything's fine. And if it's not, right. like, your life has just changed immensely. So every step of the way, then right. from there on out, you're like thinking, oh man, like some shit could go down. And right. we're in it. Right. And we were extremely lucky where everything was fine. Right. And so you compare yeah. everything being fine to people who were everything isn't fine. And you're just like, right. man, I, that's like so sad to me now. And I see these commercials with like, you know, St. Jude and all these like kids with terrible illnesses. I'm like, I get like, yeah. it's the most emotional I get now because yeah. I have kids and I'm like, oh man, I feel really bad for these kids. <laughs> like, and totally. they're just dealt yeah. a shitty deck of hand, you know, deck of cards and, and they're chugging along. I mean, that, that's actually, you know what, this is something that's interesting about the dad at subreddit right if you're looking at new dad versus dad obviously new dad new <laughs> i can't stop saying new dad now new new <laughs> new dad is so much more focused on literally the baby's a year old like it's like a week's worth but then on dad it it's, right. it's a little bit of the same narrative it's just a little bit more of the you're seeing some of the other parts of someone's life so the top of all time on dad it is there's something about my nine-year-old explaining net neutrality to his friend, which is like a, pr- a prideful, like, oh my God, this person that I'm, this person that I've created that essentially was just like a bunch of cells is now developing really coherent thoughts and is becoming a leader in the world. Oh. But then, you know, like you're, you're seeing like the kids that are like, the, a lot of these photos are like cancer free. You know, this poor kid was sick. For whatever reason, twelve years. Yeah. Like there's one that is, uh, you know, the the fourth down is after twelve years of trying, my daughter, my first, finally alive, arrived. Right. So this is the other thing that I think people don't oh. realize. And I, I, this was like my biggest fear growing up was getting a girl pregnant. So I was, you kind of assume that it's just like one and done. You're fucking. You're in. You're out. You got a kid. Now it's no time. But like oh. a lot of people try for years and years yeah. and years and it's really hard to get pregnant oh, yeah. yes and and obviously it gets a lot harder the older you get so that's i think another really interesting myth of this all where it's it, it is like there's one there's one side of it which is like honey i'm pregnant and you're just like fuck how we were on birth control what the fuck right. but then the flip I'm a side of it hella skier man that's gonna ruin my yeah, day totally. i got box i got box seats to the clipper show what? <laughs> I can't be having a kid. But the flip side, of course, is is these these families who try for years. They have to go through I I yes. yeah. That's you know. the other part of it that I I did not at all realize until having a kid. But we again were extremely lucky and very fortunate that we got pregnant 
pretty easily. Uh, right. But so many of our friends yeah. have been trying and trying for years to IVF, et cetera. Wow. And it's, it's, it's a, a huge financial cost. And then the stress of it where you desperately want this thing to define your life right. for the, the rest of your life. And for some reason, yeah. it's not going to happen. Right. And it, but it might. God. And it's, it's crazy that people are like in the, and, and you realize like nothing else matters. And you're like, right. holy shit, this is, and then you feel like I felt again, like super fortunate to, to yeah. be able to not have to go through that. You're like, oh man. Well, that's, I right. think that's part of, that's part of the experience too, of why I think, and I'm, I'm sure dog and I both feel this way where it's like, sometimes you go, oh, what if I don't have a kid? But then you have to, it's like your responsibility as a person to be able to be like, if I don't, that's fine. Life can be fulfilling and enjoyable absent of that. Right. And I need to be like reminded of that because sometimes people go like, if I don't have a kid, my life is ruined and I will have no purpose. Right. And I'm kind of like, no, 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 that's not that you cannot think that way. It's like, if you do, or if you don't, there's still purpose. If you do, it's a different kind of purpose, Yeah. but that doesn't mean it's more of a purpose or less of a purpose. It's just a different thing. Yeah. And I always see there's like something I think about is like um, someday if I ever decide I want kids like thinking like of adoption and stuff as options too. Cause like you're right. You hear so many times about people who maybe are having trouble getting pregnant and it's like them not judging, but in the amount of money and time that they put into IVF and all this stuff. And I think for, for me, I'd be like really eager to see, you know, how adoption would work out knowing, you know, there are so many little kids everywhere that like don't have anybody. That's just the saddest thing ever. And I bet after having a kid, you realize like how freaking sad it would be to see a baby with no one looking out for him. It's one of those things where, uh, I know dog boobs and you guys are probably big fans of, uh, this is us. Yeah. Greatest TV show. don't watch that show. I think that I think the story premise is like the dad they lose a baby in birth. They lose right. like the triplet. And then the dad just like takes home they're white. He takes home this black kid whose mom died or something. Oh yeah. And that's how they have a couple white kids and a black kid or something like that. Huh. And he's just like give me yeah. give me them all. I'll take all the kids. And you yeah. feel like <laughs> I I could see being in like I'll take all the kids. This kid needs a home. Give me him. Yeah. Come on. Bring, everyone come to my I'll house. Like, you, I could see being like, yep, yeah, we'll squeeze one more kid in there. No yeah. big deal. I mean, yeah. really, what's the difference between Seriously. two and four kids when they're little? Yeah. Just another scoop of food, you know? <laughs> I've always felt about dogs. I'm like, zero to one's the hardest. One to two, two to three. Yeah, three, so three to 26. <laughs> Fucking easy. Yeah. 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 Um, you know what? Another Same interesting uh, tidbit about, I mean, there's a lot of interesting things that you just would never know when you go through it. But like for, so when you're in the hospital post, post birth, you're basically just hanging out. And for the dads, you're just like, you're just a guy, you know, the mom's like breastfeeding and you're just kind of sitting around like right. refilling waters, getting juice, yep. uh, being supportive. And um, the whole time your baby, and this is in Los Angeles where we live, has this ankle monitor on them. Right. And the ankle monitor Ooh. is has this like a uh, barcode with a number and the mom and the dad also wear a barcode wristband with a number, kind of like those sandals uh-huh. resort all you can drink clubs. Right. It's very similar. <laughs> cool. Oh, sweet. And um and so if you cross a certain threshold on the floor, 
with that baby's monitor on, like the alarms will blast and it's like World War Three, like oh, someone's stealing a baby. Oh, shit. And it's like really intense because I can only assume they've lost babies, wow. they've misplaced babies. Babies yeah. kind of all look the same when they're that little. Yeah, of course. They, yeah, sw- they them switch them up on accident. Like there are kids out there that were raised by people that weren't their parents on accident. Right. For sure. Yeah. More often than we like to think. So every time your baby leaves the room and comes back with a nurse, like the nurse checks your wristband and make sure the numbers all align. And that wow. happens like multiple times a day, right? For like five days. Right. Uh, and that's just, and you're like, oh yeah, I guess like, you know, this is a good precaution, but the back end of this means that we lost a couple babies along the way. Like, yeah. I know. Or somebody wild. stole a baby or something. Like somebody runs in, steals a baby, like, and there's cops. The they got to run like, them. Yeah, it's that crazy. freaks me out. Think of how many times like a mom and dad have been like, we just had a baby three hours ago and someone walked in and stole the baby. Like what? I the mean, fuck? it's fucked. It's crazy. I mean, that, and that obviously happened. I mean, can you like if that ever happened, that would be I would spend I would become fucking John Wick. Like that would spend the rest of my life. Yes. Yes. That Denzel Washington movie where he. Man on fires, everybody. Totally. Uh, yes. Uh, but any of those will do. Yeah. Where it's just, I will kill. Yeah, I'm totally. thinking twice about it. Um, I will kill everyone. That's actually the good start. That's a good start to a action movie. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, kind of, yeah. I mean, that literally is taken, just not at the hospital. But that is the premise right. of taken. <laughs> so, um, God. so. They should do a prequel. Taken yeah. prequel. So, yeah. so here's a really fascinating. What you don't know is we had a, you had a sister but she was also taken and I, I <laughs> fucked that one up. So now I'm getting revenge when you're a teenager. Um, so here, here's a post from data that is actually really interesting. This is from the top of all time and there's 12, 12 down. So the, the post is I hate my son more than I've ever hated. Anyone is the, is nice. the post itself. And it's a story. So it's a bit of a long story. I'm going to read through it though. Um, and I know we're getting close to time, so we'll, we'll probably read this one, cover a couple more things, and then, and then skip out of this. But um, first, perhaps there's a different sub that fits my post more accurately, but this is one of the biggest, and my epiphany changed my, my son's, and my wife's lives, so I narcissistically deem it worthy for this sub. Sorry if I'm wrong. About three weeks after my son was born, I began hating him with a passion. I took two weeks per paternity leave, and those two weeks were spent in a sleep-deprived period of learning WTF. Around that time, my wife's postpartum kicked in too. So she was an emotional wreck as well. After going back to work, I dreaded coming home. When I got home, I would try holding him. I would tell myself I love him, but I hated even having him in the same room. I wanted so much to drop him off at a fire station. Even when my my wife would be dealing with him, I just wanted to punch him in his dumb fucking face. Um, why the fuck did i sign up for this uh, is all i can think because i did this isn't a matter of poor family planning i just i've been wanting a kid for years i've always envisioned what kind of dad i would be here i was with one and jesus christ he sucks i spent hours trying to convince myself i love him i'd be very logical and try to pick apart my hatred every time i'd hate i'd hate him more at the end i'd go from trying to convince myself i love him to no he just fucking sucks i fucking hate him i'd trade him for a used condom i hate him so much I read blogs, I read subs. I felt knowing other fathers hate their babies, but it was minor comfort. I still had to live with this piece of shit. My brother, who had his his first a year ago, seemed to think I was slightly crazy. We are close, so he was never a dick. Um, but 
was never able to validate my feelings either. I was stuck just wondering how how the fuck I went from wanting to have a kid to being willing to murder him in a world with no consequences happily. My wife knew I hated him. I had post I had it made her postpartum even worse. Her father left, so she was feeling the anxiety that I would do the same. I would make some small comment about him sucking and that would put her in a bad place. Then it would hate the fucker even more. One night, I decided I needed a bag. I'm not a regular <laughs> this guy. You this guy's a goddamn <laughs> wild man. I know what a fucking piece of shit. I think this makes a. I think this makes a heavy turn. Uh, one night, I needed. A, uh, I decided I needed a bag. I'm not a regular smoker. Oh, weed. I have. Ne- I have been in the past, but I grew. But I. But I grew up a long time ago. Anyway, got a bag. Spent the first two days on the couch having a having some having the same internal monologue or dialogue. I don't really hate him. Each time it ended with the same conclusion. I do. On the third night, I have an epiphany. For the first time in my life, I felt insecure. For the first time in this guy's life, um, I don't hate him. I hate the way he makes me feel. He makes me feel incompetent, and I fucking hate that feeling. I immediately stopped hating him. All hatred just flushed away. I, I didn't immediately start loving him, but I had no ill will towards him. The first two weeks, I hadn't felt it. My my wife and I were new parents, uh-huh. both. Uh, but since returning to work, I'd seen her abilities far surpass mine, and it just drove uh, home those insecurities. Realizing I hate being insecure and not my child uh, was an and not my child was the game changer. It made me not mind holding him. It made me more willing to feed him. He'd cry as babies and, uh, are wont to do. But instead of making me mad, I was able to look uh, to the expert, my wife, and ask for advice on what I should do rather than being pissed. I sucked and lo- took the beginner's mindset and accepted that I was learning and embracing she was better than me. I didn't go from zero to spending time with him. Um, but each day I did spend more time. Each day I felt the insecurities less and less. I want to put it out there. I saw a lot of posts about new, new dad hate, but none really put a finger on why. Just wait. One day it'll go away. Uh, if even one dad reads this is able to say, holy shit, that's my problem. I'll be happy. I've been typing on my phone in the nursery as my baby sleeps on my chest. Wow. Post-morning bottle. He'll be three months old in two days. I would fight a fucking grizzly bear for this adorable little bastard, how things change. So this is an interesting one, right? Like this is, I've actually heard this from a few friends, but on the mother's side, right? Where we're like, yeah. they go, why is he still crying? I'm holding him. Maybe I'm not meant to be a mother. And then you start falling into this like self-hatred thing. Right. Which is also very interesting. I mean, this is this is tough because obviously we all know that being a new parent is hard, and you know you do your best to to comfort them and whatever. And and if you if you can't, then all of a sudden you go, well, fuck this. I don't want to do this. Oh my god, now it's my life. Fuck, 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 fuck. So I don't know. That's so interesting. I really love that. And you know, this is like a piece of advice my my roommate got from one of her bosses who was a mom of like two teenagers at that point. And so her advice was that for like any new parent, let like in the first month or two, the mom should go away on a trip for the weekend and leave the baby with the dad. And cause so many times, and it's not anybody's fault, but the mom will start to feel no one can take care of the baby as well as I can. And then the dad starts to feel 
well, nobody can take care of the baby as well as my wife can. My wife's the baby one. Like if she goes out of town, I'm going to have to get help. I'm going to have to get my mom in town to help me all this stuff. And it just like kind of reinforces those insecurities. And so she's like, every new mom should go on a little weekend trip away from the baby so that you build that trust that in your husband or boyfriend or whoever's, you know, the one that's not breastfeeding can be the one that like, gets the confidence of, Hey, I know how to do this just as well as she does. Like I can take care of my baby. Like this is great. So I thought that was really good. That's so, that's so horrifying though. I mean, when I think about the prospect of being a dad, the thing that I, the thing that tends to make me most emotional is stuff like this. Like this is this, I'm sharing with you guys this photo. This is of a dad and his little daughter and his daughter's probably six, maybe. Maybe maybe eight. I have no fucking idea how old kids are in photos, but um, <laughs> it could be. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be a twenty-five year old like woman. I don't know, but no. But this, but this she is like six. Yeah, she looks yeah. six. I think, and this is this is the stuff to me that I'm just like it. It because I because this is this is the thing about children too is right. Like they are going to go through as they get older. Like there's going to be a time when like. Charlie's heart gets broken or like he gets bullied at school or, you know, like all these things that are a quintessential part of the human experience that are very, very difficult and in are complicated. And like, you know, there's, there's like providing basic biological need, but then there is like having a kid who like is, you know, isn't very good at sports or like has glasses. And then like you see him, you know, all the kids are playing and then your kid is like sitting in the corner with his head down, staring at the ground. Like that shit breaks my fucking heart. And that's the stuff that I like. That's where I go. I want to, I, that would almost make me want to be a father. Cause I, that is such a big part of becoming an adult. You know what I mean? Is like helping right. get over those things that are, that are difficult emotionally for anybody, any human, you know? And, that's going to be yeah. really interesting. Like knowing what empathy that could like help someone experience. Yeah, those like I, I, w- I did a volunteering thing the other day. It was for work, and it was and what we did was we went to uh, we went to this place in downtown called the All People's Center, and me and my friend ran like a carnival game, and so we were like, you know, these kids had to like throw a ball into like a hoop essentially to win prizes, and just like the you would see these things in all these different kids where like some of them were really shy. We'd be like, we, we would say like, you confident you think you can do this? And they would look at us and be like, no, they would, they would kind of give like a little sheepishness. And then you'd have a couple that were just like, yeah, yeah, I could definitely do this. And you know, and, and it's just like, it's, it's interesting because the ones who, you know, when the ones who like weren't very confident, they did it, they would just beam with like absolute joy. Right. And these are kids that were obviously a little bit disadvantaged. And, and so it's just, it was very interesting being able to help shape what joy means, I guess, you know, that's awesome. And especially in the like increasingly complicated world that we live in where, you know, there are people that actively take away joy, right. And actively cause pain. And, you know, as a parent, part of your, duty is to fix that so i don't know it's very interesting um joseph fucking actually, 2019 yeah. ago like had a had a had a was experiencing all this stuff all this crazy wacky stuff yeah, that's the hardest part i mean if the little kid stuff is actually like 
you know, it's, it's kind of annoying in that you don't sleep and there's that kind of stuff, but it's not, I wouldn't say it's difficult. Yeah, of course. Like the, the molding of a, uh, like, you know, a a good human for society is going to be way more of a challenge because it's, it's it's a, it's a more complicated fix than like changing a diaper. Right. For sure. Uh, and so those kinds of things become the hardest and I'm dealing with it now with Charlie, who's three, who like he essentially wants candy and bad shit all the time. And you have to say, no, eat your vegetables. Right. 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 And, and you do that because candy's not good for a kid all the time and vegetables are. And so the dance becomes, how do you direct and mold these people? So they have the better life, right. which is going to be harder for you. It's more work for the parent, right? right. Yeah. And so a lot of times it's easy to give in to be like, fine, just like have the candy and shut up. Uh, and so the struggle then becomes with the parent is like, you have to be the disciplined one. Right. Oh, you have to somebody has an analog phone. phone. Oh my God. Is oh, that yeah. a phone? Uh, guys, I'm trading a lot of numbers out East. <laughs> stocks are up, stocks are down. <laughs> there was a big, um, yep. This should this should end eventually. Uh, <laughs> Amazing. Um, I'm in I'm in a house that's not mine. Yes, of course. And uh, anyway, so that that becomes the challenges of a parent is like doing the harder make making the harder right choice, right? Yeah, of course. Over time, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's about laziness. It's it's really it can't uh, be lazy. It's interesting because a you yes, of course, you cannot be lazy, but also I mean. <laughs> There's, you know, I also feel immense sadness and pain for parents that fucking, can you imagine your kid? This is so goddamn grim, but dog, I know you're, you think this shit too, but like when your kid becomes a fucking school shooter and shit, like how insane, like that move, that movie, there's something wrong with Kevin or there's something about Kevin is like one of those things where you think like, I, I think about that with this stuff where you just like, you see your kid get bullied. You see your kid grow bad habits. You see your kid, like whatever, like oh. you, you know, they're going to go through phases and you, and you know, it's going to be really interesting, you know, freed when you're at the point when, when, you know, Charlie all of a sudden like hits a punk phase or you see that like he was bullying a kid at school or whatever. Yeah. It's like, they're, they're going to be things. Gargoyle tattoo on his stomach. Yeah, and like, yeah. You know, it's like when, when, when Jesus Christ first fucking started listening to punk rock, you know, and Joseph yeah. like, smoking American spirit. Yeah, start smoking American yeah. spirits. And Joseph was like, I don't know if I can handle this, you know? And, yeah. uh, you call that music. Yeah. That is just noise. Yeah. <laughs> music, like, music yeah, back in my day was called, was jazz. This isn't music. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all of these things are fascinating. I don't know. I mean, we need to, we need to close this pod. I know we're getting to the end of this, but um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, dads, dadded. I think this this we're gonna end up probably calling this one dadded because it seems like it's dadded is. It's a bigger sub. Too. I think it's a little more intense. Um, probably some more info, but we can we can mention both. But they're both good subs yeah. for dads. Um, and I think yeah, uh, dad, they they serve different purposes. I think new dads is obviously focused on on literally new dads. Dad, it I think hits some of the th- the the things that we were talking about, kind of towards the end, where you know when you start figuring out what it means, like the gr- the growing process. I mean, again, it's like you know taking that photo with the kid. I mean, you're gonna you know you're gonna teach Charlie how to shave. You know what I mean? It's like well, I guess you're gonna teach both of them. Maybe you won't teach the second one how to shave. Maybe he'll learn on his own. He'll already just know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is yeah. true that the second one just picks up on things. Um, 
Second one is much fatter than the first one. That's, just what, I like to, that's what I like to hear. Got to eat that. That's a good Man, he is a real butterball. Send out some pics. <laughs> oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Um, I love it. Do you think that's do you think that's why why uh, Chuck is calling him Cookie? He's like actually being a dickhead. He's a little bully. <laughs> yeah. Like, probably. I mean, he's probably going to get bored a little bit. It's the know? equivalent of calling him fat ass. <laughs> no, Charlie's pretty sweet with him. Uh, surprisingly, um, you know, he pokes him and stuff here and there, but he like gives him hugs and kisses him, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. I mean, I beat the shit out of my brother until he was like. 14 so i did too yeah, yeah it's gonna oh yeah dude dog boobs his brother is still thinking about it oh yeah, yeah what, i was what did you do dog boobs how did you bully i um honestly like i don't like to say this but i physically <laughs> hit my brother you what nice. we like physically would hit each oh, other nice. and i was like the strongest one during our hitting phase nice. and then when he became stronger than me we were out of our hitting phase. So really, I didn't get as bad as I gained. Well, here's, here's what I'll say to that. Uh, revenge is coming. So watch out this Christmas. <laughs> I'm going to get my ass beat yeah. one of these days. That sounded like, that was basically, I just did a, a like a, an action movie trailer. Like revenge is coming <laughs> this Christmas. It's coming. Yeah. Um, Dog boobs for Christmas. I got you brother, sister boxing lesson. <laughs> <Yes. Hey. laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, yeah um, uh, okay cool well here we go let's uh dads amazing let's do a couple randoms close this one out um Ooh. happy happy uh happy becoming a father day to joseph of, joseph of, of nazareth <laughs> um 2019 years ago um Here's to Joseph for giving up his tickets, club seats. <laughs> for the, for the and, uh, Clippers-Lakers game on Christmas Day. Clippers-Lakers have been a home. matchup every every year since 20, so like two, 2020 years ago. And 2019 <laughs> years ago, Joseph had to give up his tickets because suddenly he was having a fucking kid, right? He, he stayed home with his kid yeah. instead of going to the game. Damn. Like, Every dad can relate. Every dad can relate. All right. Um, contest. I just got a great random. Go for it. What is it? Turtles with jobs. Turtles with jobs. <laughs> turtles a place to post pictures or videos of hardworking turtles and tortoises going about their daily duties. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> so cute. We talking? Are we talking like post office employees? Like what's what's the vibe? I mean, some of these are just pictures. There's a turtle with a chef hat surrounded by the utensils, like he might be the chef. There's a turtle wearing a big frilly pink dress, walking with a man on the street, and the post just says a companion. So oh. that must be his job. Oh, that's a funny. That's really funny. Turtle with jobs. Um, I just landed on. I'm <laughs> very confused. About this one, this is this is r slash loss of a loved one. Oh, but but it's not. <laughs> it's like all the posts are kind of weird, right? Like uh, they're like they're like it's morbid, but they're funny, morbid or something. I think you might actually enjoy this one, dog. This is like a weird mix of like this is a weird mix of of morbid reality and like dank memes like there's the yeah i'm very confused like it, <laughs> yeah it's very strange but uh kind of fun hmm. kind of fun um cool. yeah i just landed on a one uh dad that i think you'll like it's just called vagabond Ooh, nice. and 
It's all about hitchhikers, train hoppers, backpackers, rubber trampers, squatters, tramps, and other houseless travelers, which I feel like at a a certain age, we were all like, this was basically our dream. Yeah, of course. Um, Still still is, to be honest. Like the boxcar children. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) Uh, Um, Man. Well, okay. Well, this is, uh, speaking of dads, I'm going to go get a Rasputin tattoo today. Um, Really? Yep. Don't you already have one? No, she canceled last time, so I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it today. Uh, oh, I, I thought you already got my, my fatherly so act. Now. My fatherly act of the of the season is getting a uh, getting getting a Russian mystic tattooed on my entire shin. That's gonna be so cool. Yeah, it could be cool. That is gonna be baller. I feel like I'm gonna have to. Hey, I'm gonna last... for the rest of my life. I'm gonna have to have people be like, "Wasn't he a bad person?" And be like, "No, no, 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 no. He was comp. He was a complicated person. Actually, complicated. Talk about it, which is gonna be annoying, but." Wasn't he like a pedophile fascist who killed a bunch of Jews or something? You'd be like, no, 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 no. That, was, well, that was part of it, but it wasn't, that wasn't like all of what he was. It was like, it's a complicated yeah. man. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so there's that. And uh, yeah, happy, happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. We'll be, we'll be better in the new year. Happy holidays, guys. Yeah. And we're going to do is we're going to slip in one more pod before New Year's. Yep. Oh, yeah. And we're going to talk about the end of the year and what's, What's coming in the next next decade, my uh, dude? Decade, wow, dude! Twenty twenty, yeah, right around the corner. The oh, electric twenties, they're calling. That's what yeah, they're saying. People are saying pretty, pretty, pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. I don't know, but I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. All right, well, uh, you guys have a you guys have a wonderful holiday, and I will I will uh, we'll talk next week. All right. Did you read it? A weekly podcast about the internet, by way of Reddit, front page of the internet. My name is it's your dad. I'm dog boobs. My free day. Talking about dad. Speaking of dad. Um, and uh, yeah. Have a, ho- have a happy holiday. See you next week. Goodbye. Have a holiday. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.